From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It is Wellness Wednesday, and uh, we try to, uh, on this day, uh, each week, give you some sort of, um, you know, insight into how your life can uh, turn out better, be better, be healthier, uh, be more well-adjusted, etc. And um, I'm, I'm just very, very excited about tonight's show. Um, I got to tell you a little bit of a, of a personal story. When I was um, 14, my mother sat me down one day after I came in from school. I think I was in the eighth grade. And she, uh, she sits me down on the couch in the living room and she says, Kevin, I need to tell you something. And as a young boy who came from a very poor family with very little resources, uh, et cetera, um, my mom didn't talk like this very often. And so it was, it was something that I knew was going to be of, of utmost seriousness. And she kind of had a tear in her eye and she said, I need to tell you that the doctors have told me that I have cancer. Uh, I didn't really know what cancer was. I knew that we had lost our, our great grandmother uh, to it just a f- couple of years beforehand. Her, my great grandmother's funeral, I think was the first funeral I'd ever been to. So to know that mom had the same sickness that, that great grandma had was, was scary, very scary for me. And I was very close to my mom. Uh, she was by far and away my, my greatest confidant and someone whose wisdom and perspective I always cherished uh, almost over anybody else's. Um, and so I asked her, I said, well, what's going to happen? And she said, well, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take a look at what we need to do. Um, but you just need to know that the doctor has said, I don't have very long, uh, somewhere between six weeks and four months. Um, and that's probably going to uh, be, you know, what I have. Now, she immediately did not let any grass grow beneath her feet. I mean, she she got real busy researching real fast um, what she could do. And as my mother's very slight build, she was about five foot eight and very, very skinny, very skinny. Um, she knew that radiation and chemotherapy at the time, which were the two main treatments that people gave for cancer in the 1980s uh, were going to more or less destroy her body. Um, She was not, she she just didn't have a lot to her. Um, And she was very afraid of that. So she started researching nutrition. She started researching uh, ways to uh, counteract cancer and and just to see what else was out there. Um, She wanted to try a number of therapies, but there was no right to try law. Uh, in embodied at that time. There is now because of President Trump, um, where you have the right to try alternative therapies in the U.S. that you haven't had access to, especially if you're uh, facing a terminal uh, diagnosis. Um, but she, she, she thought, if I don't try to do everything that I can to improve my nutrition, improve my overall health, and do everything that we can to let her body try to fight the cancer as best as it could, then she had no chance. So she she went all in. Everything in our house, we got rid of all the, we didn't own one piece of white flour after that. Everything was whole wheat. Uh, there was no more white sugar. Everything got converted to honey. Uh, there was no butter and corn oil and 
uh, this other thing. She she converted to olive oil. There was the, the vitamins that we all took. Uh, there, there were there all kinds of things that she just started making sure that her family um, had and was going to be able to benefit from. But at the at the bottom part of it, she was trying to uh, preserve her own immunity so that she could maybe kick cancer. And then she came across what was at the time a very radical place. Um, it's called the Oasis of Hope, but it was it was at that time uh, not seen as as very reputable. Uh, the guy that ran it was kind of looked at as being halfway a quack, even though he had his uh, medical degree from from Harvard uh, Medical School. Um, his name was Ernesto Contreras, and he was the founder of a place called the Oasis of Hope, and uh, they actually were way ahead of the curve on holistic medicine but not divorced from traditional medicine uh, you know here in the states a lot of times nutrition and alternative um, you know immunity strengthening worlds kind of fight with medical doctors and he was he was in both worlds he was an oncologist trained at harvard but he began to see the value of the alternative treatments that did not bring the toxicity into the body and people like my mom that didn't have any you know girth to fight it with um so as she went i remember we spent an entire summer um she was at the hospital i was kind of housed with some friends that were living in san diego and i would get to go down um, a couple of times you know every week or so to see her and my dad was out and back and forth between where we lived and, and doing all that he could. It was just a really interesting time for me because of my age, because of the stage of life that I was in and because, um, because mom so desperately wanted to see myself and my sisters, you know, survive and thrive. She was given six weeks to four months. Um, when she went through the Oasis of Hope therapy, she ended up living about three and a half, almost four years longer than what her prognosis had been uh, given to her. And as a result of that, um, she got to see a lot of things happen in our lives. Um, and she did die uh, before I graduated high school, but she got to spend several more years um, interacting with her kids, having them close, being able to build into their lives, give into their lives as best as she could. So fast forward many, many years later, I'm in radio. We're doing Wellness Wednesdays, which I've always had a passion for. And I get to uh, start the Wellness Wednesday routine with Dr. Nicole Sapphire, who's the radiological oncologist uh, here locally that that did these shows with me for, for all that time. And I really started wondering, you know, what had ever happened to Oasis of Hope? Well, this year at the National Religious Broadcasters, uh, the Oasis of Hope, which is a uh, Christian-based hospital, uh, was at NRB. Now, I wasn't there. My boss, Jerry Crowley, and Laura Schaefer, and our ops manager, Matt Simbolin, were there. Uh, they accepted the Station of the Year Award for our station, AM570. But Oasis of Hope was there, and they were telling their story of these 60 years that they've been uh, doing this and now their success rate is exponentially better than it was then and it was radical and revolutionary back in the 80s so tonight we we didn't dr siegel and dr um, or today dr siegel uh, dr makari uh dr sapphire dr nishwat were all tied up and not able to join us but i have a very special treat for you if you have somebody that is dealing with cancer in their life in some way, I think you're going to want to hear the story of the Oasis of Hope and the and the and the son of the founder, uh, not uh, not Ernesto Contreras, but uh, Francisco Contreras is going to join us uh, and tell us about the the many ways that treatment for cancer has changed and the success that they're having with it. It really is uh, going to be an uplifting conversation, I hope, with Dr. Francisco Contreras. So stay with us. It's Wellness Wednesday. I'm Kevin McCullough, and it's all brought to you by Balance of Nature. Very, very busy helping supply immune boosters to your immune system. 800-246-8751 uh, and um, get 35% off and get your free health coach when you call uh, Balance of Nature sponsoring Wellness Wednesday here with Kevin McCullough. Coming right back. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And per usual, I tell you every week, we're going to get a live question answered from a real person from Connors and Sullivan. That real person is Mike Connors himself. Mike, this week's question comes from Stacy from the city. She says, my co-op board does not allow trusts. Is there any other way to protect my co-op, Mike Connors? Yeah, and, and we should probably start with the premise. A lot of people don't realize if you buy into a co-op, you're buying into their rules. So if you own a stock certificate to a co-op apartment, you don't completely own that apartment. You own a stock certificate. And any transfers that subject is uh, subject to approval of the board. Now, if the board doesn't allow you to put your stock certificate into a trust, you can ask them if you would allow them to put it, they would allow you to put it into a stock certificate that's joint, joint tenants with right of survivorship with your survivor. And if you, let's say, have three children, one child, you put the stock certificate's name in, may sign an agreement saying he's going to divide it three ways. There are ways to get around it, but it's very difficult. If the co-op says we're not going to put anybody's name on the stock certificate who doesn't live here, in some cases, you just may be stuck. And the only way to avoid probate is to sell that apartment and move somewhere else. Hard thing to say, but it's true. Well, and I can only imagine it's hard for some people because you you imagine you're leaving your place to your uh, to your kids and you want them to have a great experience. Um, so, friends, maybe you've got the same question. I would suggest very strongly, Stacy, that you schedule an appointment with Connors and Sullivan, talk it through with one of their experts, uh, and see uh, what what comes of it. Seven one eight two three eight sixty five hundred to call uh, their main office and schedule your appointment. Seven one eight two three eight sixty five hundred, and then be listening because Mike likes to answer your questions and he answers more of them. Saturday mornings at eight o'clock on AM five seventy and one hundred two point three FM, the Mission WMCA, and then Sunday mornings starting at eleven uh, on AM nine seventy, the Answer. And if you'd like to ask him a question, send those to askmikeconnors at gmail dot com. Askmikeconnors at gmail dot com. Mike Connors. Always appreciate the help. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, it's a Wellness Wednesday, and Kevin McCullough is so glad to have you with us, and we are so honored to have my next guest, uh, who was actually on my weekend uh, television show, that Kevin show, just a couple of weeks ago, as he and his team were at the NRB, and they were celebrating 60 years of operation. Uh, tonight, or today, we don't have a Fox News Medical All-Star appearing, so it's a perfect opportunity uh, to learn a little bit more about the advances in oncology. And I don't personally have a greater affection for any work 
that is being done on the cancer front the way I do about the people at a place called the Oasis of Hope uh, in Tijuana, Mexico, of all places. Uh, but the reason that I have that affection is because uh, my mother, uh, who when she was diagnosed when I was just a teenager, uh, actually uh, experienced their program. And I am convinced that uh, they took her six week to four month uh, prognosis and extended her life by about three and a half to four years. And it was uh, it was a real joy to get to know and to see the work of the Oasis of Hope. Dr. Francisco Contreras is the head of the operation now. His father uh, was the head of it then, but uh, Francisco joins us here at the Kevin McCullough microphone. Dr. Contreras, welcome. It's good to have you. It is my pleasure and honor, Kevin. Thank you. Um, I really enjoyed uh, catching up with you a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but I want to go a little bit deeper for people today that didn't have a chance to hear or see that interview. Um, the Oasis of Hope, when your father founded it, was a revolutionary idea. What was so revolutionary about it? Well, my father felt that uh, the reason for the failure of cancer was not really technical or had to do anything with the, the way uh, 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 research was being conducted, but that it was more philosophical because we were treating patients as a mechanic treats a, a, a car and, and uh, they were not concerned at all and still are, or very little, uh, concerned about the emotional and spiritual needs of the patients. And so my father started in 1963 uh, uh, taking care or providing resources, not only at the physical level with, with treatment, but also uh, resources, emotional and uh, uh, spiritual resources. And he noticed that treating the patient holistically, and, and that term was coined because of this idea, uh, would provide him with much, much better results. Now, let's go and back. And so that was the whole philosophical basis of, of my father starting a, a new way of, of, of treating patients. Right. And I want to go back uh, to kind of the time and the place where all that was going on. Um, there were a lot of raised eyebrows uh, at that time because of this, because he was going kind of outside the traditional, <clears throat> you know, sacred uh, halls of medicine to make sure, you know, that uh, the ring was kissed and everything else. But as it turned out, he was right, and they were the ones that were mistaken in not uh, focusing on some of those elements. Yes, he was way ahead of his time in the you know in nineteen in the sixties when when he uh, uh, came to this conclusion. And the interesting thing is that he came to this conclusion based on research done by the Greek doctors three hundred years before Christ. <laughs> uh, he visited ruins in Pergamum of the first hospital ever built in, in, in the world. Uh, and uh, the ruins are still there. And when you go into this temple, it was the temple of Escalepius, the, 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 the god of medicine. Uh, the patients would come into the temple and actually would be evaluated spiritually. From there, they would go to the actual treatment area where they would be evaluated uh, physically. And then they had to go through a, 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 a tunnel that had no light whatsoever, but there were some holes on, on the top, and unbeknownst to the patients, people on top of those holes were telling the patients, you're going to be fine, you're going to be healed. And, you know, the people were walking through this tunnel. The tunnel's still there if anybody would like to go and visit that. And, and, and the patients would just feel, you know, very uh, encouraged and hopeful uh, when, when uh, they thought that they were going to die. And so my father told me that after that trip, uh, it was like a veil came off of his eyes and said, you know, this is the reason why we're failing because we are not helping our patients spiritually or emotionally. And uh, so even though this was a, a, an idea that, that happened 300 years before Christ, in the 60s, my father was way ahead of his time because nobody was caring for that. And now, at least, you know, for market, marketing purposes, most uh, uh, institutions in in the world are are talking about helping patients psychologically yes. and and uh, in some cases spiritually. Well, and I can think of a of a chain here in the U.S. that has kind of made it its uh, kind of punchline that you know they they treat the whole patient. And I just remember even in the '80s when my mom was diagnosed, it was still very much 
you know, kind of side-eyed. You know, they'd look at them kind of like, you know, yes, that's, that's frowned upon. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of not uh, not real medicine that they were doing. But that brings me to my next question, because if that was in the 60s, then then my mother was diagnosed in 1985 and um, she had stage three, quickly became stage four breast cancer. She weighed 105 pounds soaking wet, about five foot eight. Um, she had done a lot of reading about um, chemotherapy and radiation, and she was scared to death that the treatments were going to be worse for her than the disease. Mm -hmm. And she mm -hmm. she became radically devoted to uh, clean eating. We started eating lots of vegetables in our house. We got rid of all of the white flour, all of the white sugar. She started cooking with olive oil instead of butter. There were all kinds of things that got traded out right away. Uh, and then she found, uh, kind of on that journey, she found Oasis of Hope. And what you guys were doing was so in line with what she had been seeking. Um, and then she came and, and when, and I went with her on her first trip, but I remember um, it was just kind of a small couple of buildings. There wasn't much to it um, uh, at that time. And now you treat over 300 patients a year and it's this beautiful, amazing facility. But um, as, as you were kind of in that interim stage before you were where we are now and, and where you were then, um, what was it like for the for the cancer patient to basically leave the U.S., which was thinking, you know, that's that's the pinnacle of where cancer research is being done and come down to your little corner of the world and receive this amazing, loving treatment? Well, the second thing that happened to my father, my father was a very traditional uh, and orthodox oncologist, but he was frustrated because the results with with everything that they had uh, uh, as, as tools to treat cancer were so devastating and, and not effective. And, and uh, uh, my father was um, here in Tijuana and he was the pathologist for both uh, Tijuana and San Diego. My father studied uh, his uh, pathology and oncology uh, specialties in Harvard and uh, a, a doctor from Harvard recommended him to come to San Diego. That's why my father moved from Mexico City to Tijuana. And uh, so there were talks uh, and they wanted to bring my father into into the States, but my father wanted to treat patients the way he, he felt that needed to be treated. But at any rate, he was well known in, in, in both sides of the border as an oncologist. And a patient that was uh, um, uh, doing a, uh, or participating in a trial in Canada with a very controversial uh, natural anti-tumor drug called Latril, uh, was uh, in Canada when when she came back to San Diego, she was she she needed to continue with the therapy. And this therapy was injectable; uh, it had to be given IV. And, and so she was looking for oncologists in San Diego, and nobody wanted to touch this drug with a temple foot pole. Let's but, leave, Doctor uh, Contreras. Let's leave. Said, let's leave our listeners hanging for this commercial break. We want to find out what happened to that patient, but we have to take a break. Coming right back. Stay here. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting the House has rejected an effort to censure California Congressman Adam Schiff, turning aside a Republican attempt to fine the Democrat over his comments about former President Donald Trump. Schiff was helped Wednesday by more than 20 Republicans who voted with Democrats to stop the censure resolution or voted present. Fox News says it has addressed an on-screen headline that called President Biden a wannabe dictator who sought to have his political rival arrested without saying what was done. The Chiron was shown on Fox Monday night beneath a split-screen image of former President Trump speaking to reporters live and Biden speaking earlier at the White House. A mixed day on Wall Street as the Dow was down by 232 points, the Nasdaq rose 53, the S&P 500 advancing by three. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. 
Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. AM 970, The Answer, doesn't have to stop when you turn off your radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM 970, The Answer. Take us with you wherever you go. Wake up with Joe Piscopo at 6. Ride home with John Katsimatidis at 5 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business. Join me, Jersey Joe, on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and I have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sights and a private dinner performance by yours truly. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taormina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca and Forza d'Agro for sites of actual filming events from iconic Godfather scenes, a wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515. Tell them you want to fly away with Joey to Sicily, baby. 800-431-1515 or visit PerilloTours.com. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a physical therapist in private practice, but I will tell you, I've got my brother who's a detective, and he also trains uh, canine. He's hooked on it now. We go to the gym all the time. We're very active. Once you get started, you are going to notice a tremendous difference in your energy level, your diet. You're going to want to eat better. It's incredible. And I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code ANSWER. The Arthur Idala Power Hour. Weeknights at 6 on AM 970. The Answer. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, uh, Kevin McCullough on a Wellness Wednesday. Glad to have you with us and trying to give you a little bit of encouragement on this whole uh, area where we talk about wellness from a lot of different perspectives on Wednesdays, but we haven't touched on cancer very much over the last few years just because COVID's been in the forefront of everybody's minds. But Dr. Francisco Contreras is joining us from the Oasis of Hope Hospital. It's in Tijuana, Mexico, and uh, well, it's it's such a great story. But Dr. Contreras, you were just telling us that this woman who was desiring to have this treatment with this uh, drug called Laetrile, and if I'm not mistaken, isn't Laetrile a natural substance? Isn't it B17? Isn't it the vitamin B17? Uh, yes, it is completely natural. Call. Uh, vitamin B17, because in the 50s they thought that it was part of the vitamin C complex, but it is not a it, it is not a, a a vitamin. I'm sorry, a vitamin B17. It, it is actually not a vitamin. It's 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 a phytochemical, but very potent in in, in fighting cancer in a natural way, without any toxicity. Right. And and, and that was so what attracted my mom lady, to your program. She wanted to she wanted yes, to go through that program. Yeah. Exactly. And so when uh, this lady came to see my father, uh, uh, recommended by this uh, oncologist from San Diego, my father said, well, you know, uh, there's, I know nothing about this. So he started studying. It was not approved in Mexico either. Uh, uh, but uh, my father said, well, you know, this lady is going to die. She has no future. She failed, uh, you know, chemotherapy failed her, radiation. She had had surgery. And uh, she was in, in, in very, very poor condition. So my father said, listen, I am going to give it to you. 
And to my father's surprise, she just started doing better and better. And she lived for 10 years when she was supposed to die in a few months. Wow. And this lady started calling everybody on the trial that there was somebody in Mexico <laughs> that would be willing to do this crazy thing. And that's how my father got involved in alternatives. So the first thing that my father did as, as a big change was holistic, treating the patient holistically, but with traditional uh, 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 medicine. And then the alternatives came. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and he started looking for alternatives. And, and so he was, he was crack number one in the world because he was doing this thing with, with Latrol. And, and so it was a really rough ride for my father for many years, swimming against the current uh, in, in, you know, uh, according to the conventional wisdom. But his results were, were so good that patients were you know, started coming from, from all over the world. And, and, and that's how probably, you know, uh, 15, 20 years later, your mother found out about this. Yeah. No, and now we have, you know, uh, an institution. We have never stopped being uh, integrative. That is, there is a place for conventional medicine in some cases and in some tumors. But overall, the results have been dismal with um, uh, a conventional therapy alone to date. Even, even you know, after uh, uh, 50 years of, of the war against cancer, uh, the, the results continue to be very poor. Every year, more patients die of cancer than the year before. That's, that's discouraging. And that's happening, Dr. Francisco Contreras, uh, in spite of the fact that some of even the, the traditional or the, the MD kind of therapies are that uh, have really become quite amazing. In fact, uh, the technology from just the time that my mom had cancer to right now, there have been so many developments uh, that make those traditional therapies much more focused, much less damaging to surrounding tissue, et cetera, et cetera. Can you just highlight some Correct. of the some of the progress that they've made in that area? Well, the first uh, progress that was made was in surgery, where you know at the peak of of, of oncological surgery is when we were removing half of the body of patients that had tumors, m massive tumors in the pelvis and, and to more and more conservative therapies. My father was a promoter uh, of the lumpectomies in breast cancer uh, in the 70s. And, and, and now everybody, you know, believes that lumpectomies are good. So the first one to, 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 to drop in aggressivity was chemotherapy, then radiation therapy. And now the new machines of radiation therapy, as you mentioned, protect the, the normal tissue quite a bit so that radiation is not as aggressive as it was before. And the next one in line is chemotherapy. There has not been a new chemotherapy developed in the last 10, 12 years. And I don't think that uh, chemotherapy, uh, a, a new chemotherapy is going to be developed ever because now we have the targeted therapies based on genetic mutations. And so, yes, uh, uh, fortunately for patients, hmm, uh, conventional therapies have become less aggressive, but not yet, not yet more effective. But I think that we're on the right track because for the first time in 50 years, now immune therapies in the conventional realm are being developed. Uh -huh. Whereas we started, we started, uh, you know, boosting the immune system since the 60s. Uh, but now, fortunately for patients, more and more immune therapies are being developed. Let's, let's pick up that so conversation I think, I when think we. That is good. Yeah, let's pick up right there when we come back and talk a little bit about uh, what those are are made up of. Stay with us. It's Wellness Wednesday. Kevin McCullough with Dr. Francisco Contreras of Oasis of Hope. Don't go away. What are you doing this fall? Would you like to go to Italy with yours truly, Jersey Joe? Where are we going? Well, let me tell you: Rome, Catania, Taormina. Savoca, Forza d'Agro, Mount Etna, Palermo. That's Rome and Sicily, baby, for nine full days. What a trip. We're going to have a ball, enjoy wonderful food, and taste classic Italian wine at Mount Etna and see some actual sites used in iconic Godfather scenes. It's a trip you'll remember for years to come. If all goes well, you may even be treated to the best entertainment team since Martin and Lewis, Piscopo, and Perillo. Have your cameras ready. Call Perillo Tours at 800 431 1515 800 
431-1515 to secure your reservation now on this very limited tour before it sells out. Go online, please, to perillotours.com. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, the answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Here you here. It is critical. We keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinion. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Attention taxpayers. If you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-419-0017. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-419-0017. 800-419-0017. That's 800-419-0017. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Of all the boys, 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 boys. And now, boys, back to boys. Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin boys, McCullough. Of all the boys I've known and I've known some. So glad to have you with us on Wellness Wednesday, and I'm so honored to have uh, Dr. Francisco Contreras, who I don't, I don't know that he was... Um, I don't know that you were there, uh, Dr. Contreras. And were you there when my mom was there in 1985? Uh, in 1985, I had just come back from my surgical training in Vienna. So I was probably there at that time. Okay. Yes. But your father certainly took great care with my mom. My father was, yes, my and, father was uh, the head of the, the whole opera- and, operation. And yes. the support staff, I remember the, the fun of your staff, uh, the, 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 the kind of crazy atmosphere that Tijuana has around it and some of the nurses and, and staff members uh, getting to know us and uh, just telling us that we just had a great uh, experience there in every way. Uh, the Oasis of Hope, friend, is really... Uh, it, it is like a family uh, when you've gone through this together. This is, of course, a very uh, cancer is a very, um, you know, huge, huge uh, issue in, in people's lives. But the Oasis of Hope Hospital has a warmth to it that I, I just don't think you find just anywhere else. Uh, if you want more information about anything we're talking about, they're online at oasisofhope.com, oasisofhope.com. Dr. Contreras, just before the break, you were talking about how conventional therapies have kind of become safer in their approach, um, but you're, you're really excited. And I've talked to other uh, oncologists uh, here in the New York area that are very excited about the potential of immunotherapies. Talk to us about what the success of those have have looked like over the last few years specifically. 
Well, for instance, in 19, in 2011, two Nobel Prizes were awarded to two uh, research groups in the United States for developing what is called dendritic cell vaccine. And unfortunately, this dendritic cell vaccine has not been approved in the States, but we can use it in Mexico. And, and, and we have been giving this to the patients for the last 12, uh, 13 years with excellent success. And this is a, a, a development that produces or induces the formation of an anti-tumor task force be, uh, 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 within your immune system. And, uh, and it has proven to be very, very effective uh, because that has not been approved. Now, new immune therapies called checkpoint inhibitors have been developed that, that have been, you know, uh, somewhat effective. Uh, they're still in the development phase in America and more and more are coming out. And I think that's going to be very good for, for the patients. But I want to tell you that, the, that, that some immune stimulating uh, elements or, or tools are extremely effective and, and, and they cost nothing. Laughter, uh, being hopeful, that's, that's why the ambience in our, in our hospital, as you experienced with your mother, is cheer, cheerful in spite of the fact that, you know, bad news come all over the place. Um, uh, uh, prayer, uh, 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 praising God is a tremendous immune stimulating uh, 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 tool that has proven, you know, scientifically to be a fact. And so we use all of those things in, com in conjunction with medications to improve the quality and quantity of the immune system. And when you are able to do that, the possibility of a patient surviving cancer, even if they cannot get rid of it, for instance, in your mother's case, it was for three or four years. In some cases, it's 15, 20 years, even if the patient is not cured. Uh, because we work for the patient rather than against the tumor. And this is the beauty of immune therapy, where you are allowing the natural pathway of destroying things that shouldn't be in your body uh, through the immune system. And and so that is, is very, very exciting. Um, talk to me about how that has changed just the numeric numbers of successes that you've had um, I remember when we spoke just a few weeks ago, you said that you have some um, patients that are coming back longer and longer, more and more years, because they're outliving the prognosis of what their original uh, doctors gave them. Correct. So our therapy, since my father has evolved tremendously, and the reason why we never stop looking is because we want to increase our percentages. So when my father was alive and treating patients, his success rate, five-year survival rate, was about 25% all tumors, all, all stages. And that was amazing at that time. Uh, and it's still amazing now because the results are much less than that with, with conventional therapy. But because of, of, of the evolution of immune therapies and other oxidative therapies like high-dose vitamin C, ozone, hyperthermia, our success rate is now very close to 40% all patients, all tumors in stage four. That's enormous. So we're very, very excited about that. Yes, it is. It is very, very high in comparison to conventional therapy. So for instance, in breast cancer, we're about five times more effective than conventional. In colon cancer, about three times. In ovary, about three times. In lung, about seven times more effective. In, in, in cancer of the pancreas, about two times more effective. And, and, and it's all we are convinced because we instill hope in the patient. Hope is a tremendous tool uh, with, with, with tremendous power uh, to help patients. And, and we are taught in medical school that we shouldn't give hope to the patients, that we should be very objective. And, and my father's position was always, there is no false hope. There is either hope or no hope. And, uh, uh, and and so we believe strongly in in, in providing hope uh, to the patients. And the Bible says, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but hope fulfilled is a, is, is a tree of life. So for us, uh, that's why we're called the Oasis of Hope. Yeah. For us, this is very very important. It's right there in the name. In okay. fact, the name was given to us by a patient. The idea came from a patient. He was given only a few months to live. Five years later, he comes to my father with a present and says, 
I'm giving you this present, Doctor, because this is an oasis of hope. That, that is, that's such a great story. Um, we're speaking with Dr. Francisco Contreras, and if you would not, if you would like more information about uh, their treatments and what they do uh, online, it's oasisofhope.com, oasisofhope, all one word, dot com. And I, I am living testimony. My mom's life is living testimony that uh, what you guys were doing, even in the late 1980s, uh, is very, very effective, and it's only gotten better since then um when you when if and when you um, come into contact with the oasis you're going to find really wonderful people that are dedicated to your care uh, and to doing all they can to get your cancer under control and to help you have a, a better outcome uh, every single day dr francisco contreras thank you for your time we so appreciate you being with us on wellness wednesday Kevin, thank you very much. God bless you. you. You are most welcome. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Hemp Leaf products are the next big thing in skin and body care. From head to toe, they have you covered. Their formulas have been handed down through generations of herbalists and have now been made available to the general public. The remarkable neuropathy cream, Helixer, has brought pain relief to millions within minutes of application. The whipped body butters and creams will leave your skin feeling soft, silky, and hydrated, giving your skin the nourishment it needs to stay young and healthy. The body washes, shampoos, and soaps are the perfect solution to help keep your body free of the germs, fungus, and bacteria that we encounter every day. All of these natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. All products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in it. Visit www.hemplief.com. That's www.hemplief.com and enter the word Arthur at checkout and get 10% off. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you heard? Michaels of Brooklyn. They went from 50% to 75%. They are now at 100% capacity. And by reservation, following all the CDC guidelines, they can ensure your safety and the health of their patrons and employees. And now's the time that you can get back to Michaels of Brooklyn and have some of that authentic Italian food. Celebrate Michaels of Brooklyn 100% capacity by joining the Sauce of the Month Club. You'll get a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta, and biscotti each month for about six months. Each month, receive exquisite sauces ranging from arrabbiata to putanesca and of course their fresh marinara they're family owned and operated it's authentic everything is made completely from scratch even the sauce that they sell in the grocery stores nationwide they make it right there at michaels of brooklyn visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com join their sauce of the month club that's michaelsofbrooklyn.com or call 718-988-7851 for reservations at 718-988-7851 michaels of brooklyn serving the community since 19 did you know you might have someone special in your life that lowers your blood pressure, cortisol level, and risk of depression and other stress-induced issues? Your loving dog does this and more. Why not ensure your pup is as healthy as possible? I'm helping naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black spread the truth about dog food. Dog food is usually dead food. That's why Dr. Black created Rough Greens, a natural supplement added to your dog's food, bringing it to life. Your dog's low energy, itching, bad breath, and digestive problems can be solved. Just add Rough Greens, the right vitamins and minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, and omega oils, which could change your dog's life. Dr. Black is so confident Rough Greens will help. He's offering a free jumpstart trial bag. Just handle shipping. Only at roughgreens.com slash Dennis. Give back to your loyal friend at ruffgreens.com slash Dennis. That's roughgreens.com slash Dennis. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more from New York, Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Final few minutes on this Wellness Wednesday. I don't know if you've been following the news, but um, this week the pride celebration that the White House had on its lawn went off. Um, and surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, uh, they had some people doing some pretty uh, foul things. There was a lot of toplessness uh, being engaged. Um, boys that had had fake breasts attached were 
bouncing their jigglies uh, for TV cameras and for reporters and girls who had had their breasts taken out uh, were going topless, uh, showing their, their manhood, so to speak. It was very, very odd, almost circus-like display that they had going on there. And the president took his picture with a few of them. I mean, it was really, it was really just kind of beyond the pale of anything that I've ever seen a president uh, be involved with before. Um, and this very angry tirade is still persisting with those on the left. That if you don't, if you don't affirm children and mutilate them the minute that they ask to be mutilate, mutilated, you're you're a bad parent. It's gotten so bad that in California, they're trying to push a bill through that would actually call for the taking of a parent's child from the parents if they don't agree to the child mutilation. Um, so you, you have a perfectly healthy body. The child has something wrong in their brain and they say, I want to have these body parts taken off or changed. And in California, if you don't say, well, of course, sweetheart, that's exactly what we're going to do for you. They have the right to take your kid from you and they want to jail you and, and fine you. There's, there's, there's penalties for this. If you don't, if you don't go along with it. Now, I don't know. I mean, if this bill gets to Gavin Newsom's desk, I'm sure he's going to sign it and it's probably going to pass. But I don't know how that holds up on review in the courts. And I think that we have to be very vigilant. Um, and, and I'm going to ask um, my friend Imran about this when we when we talk legal stuff. But I, I, I think it's important to point out that if, if you're really in denial that there is a God, then none of this probably matters to you. But if you think that there is a heaven or a hell, there is a good or a bad, that there is a right versus wrong, then you can in no way believe that it's right to take children from parents simply because parents don't want to mutilate their child. This is insanity, and it's very dangerous to the child. They, they justify it by saying, if you don't do it, the child is X and X more likely to commit to, to, to think about suicide. What they don't tell you is that kids who do get the surgery have an even bigger exponential trend towards thinking about and sometimes attempting suicide. So this doesn't this doesn't solve a problem. In many, many instances, it just opens up a bigger bag of problems. And that's why whatever adults want to do, that's a different conversation. But don't jail parents because they didn't want to mutilate and chop up their child's body. It's not right. It's not right. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time.